Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, and you're listening to my main man, Ross Volkmer. He may be a Husker, but he also knows how to rock chalk. And you're listening to the Morning Blitz right here on 1025 You Rock. Thanks again to listener Craig for shedding, for shooting me straight, I should say. Setting me straight, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Oakley Plainsman football, back-to-back wins. They beat Stanton County last night on the road 34-10. to Plainsman going to make the postseason again. Our head coach Jeff Hennick, despite starting off 0-6. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Let's uh, get to our guest today. He, of course, is the creator of uh, Sunflower Sports Solutions. That's S3 and, of course, writes for K-Preps. Great stuff, as always, and we're always pleased to welcome in Connor Nickel, who joins us now. Connor, it's a big, big weekend. Regional cross-country, sub-state volleyball, some district football titles on the line. We're at the very, very end of the fall sports regular season, and things are really heating up. And starting first and foremost with sub-state volleyball, what are you looking at this week when it comes to sub-state? Well, there's a couple of 1A and 1A Division two with sub-states um, as you go further west that I've got my, my eye on. First of all, we've talked about Grainfield. Uh, they, they host they host their, their sub-state. Caroline Schrader has had a great season. You know, Grainfield has had expectations to honestly reach a state championship match uh, this year. And Northern Valley is in that, is in that sub-state as well, kind of quietly – had a nice, a nice, impressive season. Um, Audrey uh, Bina, the six-foot sophomore for Northern Valley, has had a monster year. She's now top ten in the state for all classes in kills, which is really impressive. The top eleven in the state include a a player who leads the nation in kills, uh, b two players that are. Division one, they've either committed or been offered Division one, and then three players who have signed or committed to into an MIAA school. So for Bina to be in that is just great, great company. The Cox girl uh, just cleared 1,000 career career assists. Uh, Greenfield's showing the favorite, but but Northern Valley quietly has put together a great year. We actually named Bina our female athlete of the week. Uh, of course, BP Clean Right does does this great job sponsoring things, um, and they, they were they're our sponsor for that for that piece. On the on the other side is of course I think one of the spicier substates in all classes. It's Wallace County and Greeley County again uh, for I believe the sixth time um, on August 29th. Greeley County beat Wallace two zip on nine uh, twelve. Wallace County beat, beat, beat Greeley County to zip on uh, 923. Greeley County beat Wallace County in three sets. Um, on 926, uh, Wallace County won that, won that in three sets. And then on 103, uh, Wallace County won one in three sets. So likely will be the, yep, the sixth meeting between those two teams this year. Greeley County hosts. Um, school record 28 wins this season. Jaden Stewart and Jaden Mangan really leading that charge. You know, Wallace County, we mentioned them in the preseason as a potential breakout team. They got several girls that have previously been um, homeschooled. I think this is one of the, honestly, one of the best substates for all classes. I mean, you just don't see teams match up six times. Part of that is because the 
WKLL and the NWKLL did that co-tournament uh, last week, which I thought was honestly a really cool thing. That's just not something you see very often. Um, and that's, so that's kind of, you know, playing a role in some of this, but that matchup should be a lot of fun. We're visiting with Connor Nickel of Sunflower Sports Solutions and K Preps. There's some other really interesting volleyball brackets when you look at it. I mean, you've got the Stockton site in 1AD1, St. Francis, the number one seed there, but you got to get past teams like Mankato, Rock Hills, and some others. Uh, and Hoxie's really had a phenomenal volleyball season, 30-4 and four, uh, to this point in time of the year, and they've got a really tough sub-state with Meade that's got 27 wins, Wichita County's got 25, Joaquin Trigo has 21. There's some really other intriguing sub-state volleyball brackets. And heck, even in 3A, you know, the Goodland Cowgirls, if they could find a way to upset Hoisington and make it to state be four consecutive years, there's a lot of really good volleyball to be played here on Saturday. Yeah, and I want to kind of hit on those real fast. I want to go back to Stockton. You know, Stockton's hosting deceiving record for Stockton. Uh, they are 18 and 17. They are the three seed. They host their own substate, very experienced team. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, I believe they were 15 and 15 uh, at that point. Uh, they were two and 13 against the Mid-Continent League, which is obviously two A and three A schools. They had not lost to a team in their substate at that point. I would not be surprised at all if Stockton pulls a couple of uh, upsets and gets and get, gets through. Stockton has played a brutal strength of schedule. Um, the Hoisington Goodland substate, fascinating substate here. You know, Hoisington for all uh, those cowgirl fans. Hoisington has a girl named named Sophia Semek. Mom played at um, Al Alabama. Uh, Sophia Simic, they moved, she is from, her mom is from the Hoisington area, moved away for a while, came back when Simic was in the fifth and sixth grade. And she is a top five freshman, Ross Bolton, for all classes. And that is a consensus opinion. Um, she is literally that good. Um, led, the, led the state in ace percentage for part of the year, 5'11", six-footer, uh, Hoisington has put together a fantastic season. Hoisington is going to have a huge fan base. They've got multiple seniors. Jordan, Jordan Boxberger has been an exceptional three-sport athlete for Hoisington. Kylie Hahn's really good. Hoisington has all the pieces. And in their mind, talking with them last week, they feel like they got a break. They avoided Beloit. They avoided Smoky Valley. And they avoided Halstead. Three teams that, by and large, they have struggled against this year. The Hoisington's got a lot of juice coming into into this, thinking, hey, we've got a real shot to make it to substate. If you're Goodland, you've got to think, hey, we don't have to play Beloit or some of those teams I previously mentioned. Uh, and Goodland's got to feel like, hey, we've got a real shot to get to get it, to get through here. It, it's going to be it's going to be a tall task. I mean, it's going to be a semifinal matchup. Hoisington's got the big wraparound gin that you see some other GUX schools have. Uh, but Simic is is such a good player. It'll be fascinating to see, that is for sure. And a great weekend of sub-state volleyball is ahead. 
Let's check. Let's change over to football here. Uh, we've got some district titles on the line. Some big games in our area include Wallace, or excuse me, uh, Wallace County uh, taking on Thunder Ridge for a district title, and probably the the game of Friday night, Hoxie Rollins County. It should be a real doozy. Yeah, this certainly will be. And you know what I go back to is how Rollins County has really turned on the on the uh, Jets uh, offensively. Uh, the last number, number, especially especially the, the last month. I mean, you've got a team that's averaging 7.3 yards yards per carry, and well over uh, about about 11 yards per pass. Um, those are both outstanding numbers, Ross. I mean, you just don't see many teams do that. Tromic, well over a thousand yards uh, yards yards rushing. Dixon has put together a great season, nine to two TDI on ninety. You know, Hoxie has put together a, obviously a really really nice nice season. But you're looking at a team seven point two yards 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 per carry has thrown it well. Duncan Bell has come on the last several weeks, but the explosiveness of the Atwood offense this year uh, has just been really impressive. You know they uh, they. It started well, but the last month, some huge wins. And the way they've really just put, put the clamps on teams, you know, Quinter uh, a couple weeks ago, Hill City, Hill City as well, um, has just been something, something, something to, to watch for sure. I still think that Hoxie is, is, a, is a top 10 team, um, but do they have the explosive nature, especially in the past game? Is they have somebody like Shlomic to match up with consistently over four quarters. Obviously, in hockey's only loss this year to number one Wichita County, they had trouble consistently slowing down that that uh, potent potent attack. And again, Rollins County has been extremely extremely good on offense. Uh, I know, Coach Barr, we were chuckling about this on Tuesday when we had him on the show, but it's an amazing stat. I think oh, I think Hoxie only has one turnover this entire season. That's nuts. You never hear a team have one turnover, especially in high school football, not even in the NFL anywhere. One turnover, that's amazing. Yeah, it really is, and that's been, that's been really rare. You know, you go back, I remember this, writing about this a number of years ago, Spearville, the year when they won the state championship, 15-16, I believe they actually beat Hoxie in the playoffs that year. Um, I know they had a couple playoff matchups around that time period. Spearville did not turn the ball over until the state championship game. Uh, I mean, Hoxie has been really clean. Uh, I mean, that's the stat that I track at Sunflower Sports uh, Solutions dot um, com. And normally, the leader in turnovers is around two or three. Um, but, you know, overall, Hoxie has played, has played really, really clean. When Duncan Bell has been able to throw it well, and, Ox, and really, honestly, when Hoxie has caught the ball, uh, they've, they've been able to move it. Uh, that was an impressive win against, against, against Quinter last week. Uh, Hoxie has really good, good depth. Um, and, again, Coach Barr, we've, we've talked about it for a while now, 100 wins at the same program at the eight-man level with all of the ups and downs and small classes you have and small numbers and other things you face in the eight man ranks versus the five and six A school when you have thirty seniors in house every single year. Just really impressive what what um, Coach Barr does. 
Connor Nickel, our guest here. Uh, one more for you on football, at least. Oakley got their first win of the season just last week. We had talked earlier about we were surprised that they had gone 0-6. They get their first win. They have a chance to possibly beat Stanton County here on Friday night, and that would put them third in the su- in the subs. It's amazing how you can have really a, a very tough year, but if you find a way just to win a game or two in district, you can still make the postseason. And I know it's been this way for a while, but I just still find it kind of fascinating. Yeah, it really is. And there was a lot of discussion on Twitter, uh, uh, spearheaded by John Batts of Kansas pregame, um, about, you know, the whole week nine situation and some various other people chimed in, probably over 20. Um, I chimed in and as well. Um, I do like the week nine bracket game system. Um, I, I was never a fan of the uh, two teams from each district qualifying for the postseason, and that was it. I really do like this this open open format. Um, I do like the seating um, system. Um, you know, the one through four, obviously, in the lower classes, obviously, five and six A is one through sixteen. I really do believe that you could seed everybody in the lower classes as, as well too. I think that's definitely possible. Um, uh, everybody brings up, well, St. Francis has to drive so far. St. Francis has to drive far for anybody. And I, I don't, I don't like how people use St. Francis as the example for everything when it's going to happen probably this year where a Lawrence or Washburn or, you know, Topeka type school will have to go to garden city. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> In five and six A, but it's not okay in the in the eight man and ranks. I know there's you know various other things things that people people bring up, but I still think you could seed fairly easily and use a very basic strength of schedule format, um, and you can seed people really really well. Like I look at you know what Saint when Saint Mary's has done done in one A this year, uh, they're ranked for a reason in one A. They're four and three with three competitive losses to 2A and 3A teams that all are very good. And there's a reason why St. Mary's is, is ranked high, while some other 1A teams are not ranked. So I think the strength of schedule in the 1A level plays uh, a massive, um, you know, kind of uh, talking point for everybody's season. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Oakley, you win two district games, you're in, you're in the playoffs. They're probably going to have to go to uh, Hutch Trinity or a Conway Springs, something of that sort in the first round. But uh, it is really fascinating how everybody kind of brings up the playoff bracket conversation at this point um, every year. Once again, he is Connor Nickel of kpreps.com. Also, of course, a Sunflower Sports Solutions. He's the creator of that. Check it out, sunflowersportsolutions.com, where they take a deeper look of stories and statistics in Kansas high schools. And, of course, sponsored by BP Clean Right. Connor, always great, my friend. Thanks for the time. We'll catch up again next week. Hey, certainly, Ross. Thanks so much. Once again, great information there from Connor Nickel, full of great facts and information as we get set for a very busy weekend of high school football, sub-state, and sub-state volleyball and regional cross-country. Uh, once again, check out his website, sunflowersportsolutions.com. And of course, read his stuff on K-Preps. We'll take a quick break, come back, wrap the show with some looks at the big games this weekend in college and NFL football, and uh, get the picks in on the walk-off that's in next in the Morning Blitz.